yo, 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 yo. Peace. Welcome to another special episode of the Mega Late Show. I am Mega, and I'm here to make a little bit of announcement before we get started on this special Kaiwa episode of the Mega Late Show. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we want to go ahead and give props to our sponsor, Cal Combs. Go to calcombs.com and check out his newest apparel as well as his last album, Carmel, which released a few months ago. It's doing very great, and it's a wonderful listen. Uh, also, check out his new $25 alloy USB cards with his logo on it, and that comes with his album. That's a really dope purchase and innovative also check out the new Kyle Combs grip tape for your skate decks also $25 and if you decide to purchase something else anything over $30 you can put in the mega late show promo code and get yourself a discount on all purchases over $30 uh, it's really good it's helps support the mega late show and uh, also supports our guy Kyle Combs so check that out a few weeks ago, we decided to do a live podcast with our guy, I Am Jesse. After we asked him to be on the podcast, he said that he wanted to try something a little different. So he decided that we could throw a little party at his spot and do a live stream, which included him doing DJ sets. And in between those DJ sets, we would have a little bit of a little interview segments with him. And uh, so the party went down a few weeks ago. And uh, this is that. This is that. So basically, what we have for you on this episode of the Mega Late Show are the interview segments that we took from from that. Unfortunately, there was a problem with the audio right in the beginning, which people who live saw the live stream will notice uh, the audio was going in and out. So the first interview segment uh, is the sound quality is not that great, and we do apologize, but we do plan on having Jesse on the podcast later again. So this, this segment is just going to be all of the interview segments with the music that Jesse was playing in the background. Uh, next week, we're going to release the entirety of his sets on the Mega Late Show Mixcloud, and maybe uh, I Am Jesse will post them on his Mixcloud as well. I'm not sure, but uh, that'll be available for you as well because Jesse is a phenomenal uh, DJ. And uh, we're also going to post a video of Jesse's performance once we can get the audio synced on that because, as we said, there was a little bit of a auditory issues going on with uh, with the recording. Uh, this is not going to be the last time that you hear from I Am Jesse, and you'll hear more about what he does uh, during the interview segments of the podcast, but we, we hope to get him on the show for a regular in-studio uh, interview soon. Yeah, so check out I Am Jesse, listen to the podcast, uh, and thank you, Mega Late Show. Oh, we are live. Yo, 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 Megalation. Steve's. We are not in our usual typical slums. We have moved on up to Shibuya, baby, baby, by our own guest. It's a conundrum, I tell you. God damn. He is a DJ who has performed. Wait, why is it a conundrum? Because our guest. It's oh, it's like Inception yeah, of some sort. Hey, all right. Well then, let, let's do. We're the host, but we're being hosted. Man, so we should change our name. I am Mega. I'm here with I am Steve, and I'm here with I am Late. I am Mr. Danger. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Danger. Wait, wait, wait. Before we introduce his name, let's let's talk a little bit about him. Okay. He, he is a DJ who has performed at such events as a very very mad decent party in Australia. That's right. As well as the famous. Fuji Rock Festival. That's right. He's collaborated with huge artists such as the Antonio Parks of Stone Throw, as oh. well as Crystal Castles and Die Oh damn! Whom I have a, I am a big fan of. He's also a curator, a facilitator, a founder and director of creative production management agency. Tokyo was here. 
I am Jesse. Oh, peace, there's DJ Sue in the house as well. We're doing a live stream. We have, I am Jesse, is a, one of Tokyo's best DJs out right now. He focuses on playing a lot of uh, 80s, 90s, New Jack Swing, Acid House. Yep, let me see, is the mic on? Yeah, turn the mic on. Jesse, peace, thank you for joining us, man. Peace on here. Yo, and, and, uh, tonight, and tonight, to highlight some of Jesse's uh, talents, and, and Jesse, Jesse, uh, but despite being very verbose when he's not on the mic, he decided that he would rather show his talents uh, on his abilities rather than talk about them. So we've got a little bit something different for you tonight. Tonight we're going to be doing uh, short interview segments, and then uh, Jesse's going to play different types of musical sets, uh, and then we'll interview a musical set, interview a musical set, and we'll end it with a little bit of a conversation about him. Uh, Jesse, can you tell us what you have in store with us tonight? Like, what is the first uh, DJ set going to consist of? Yeah, uh, so basically, uh, I do play a lot of like techno stuff, that's true, but I thought we're in the house for y'all show. Maybe hip hop would be good, so I'm definitely gonna do a hip hop. Probably some 90s in there, some 2000s, stuff. just stuff I grew up with. Um, 80s, 90s, you know, whether it be uh, new wave, uh, and then uh, some funk soul stuff. Steve's is going wild with the drops. Where it's like multiple drops with everything. All right, uh, but thank you, Steve. Right, my bad, my bad. Uh, are you, and I also, I'm going gonna, trigger happy with all that shit. From what I said, you were gonna play a little bit of funk and soul as well. Very nice Yo, spot, man. Wait, did you just say you're a homeowner? Yeah. Hey, we got an applause. Yeah, straight up, though. Hey, that's wonderful, man. This place is going to go. And um, uh, for our listeners, as the night goes on, we'll probably have more people coming in right now. Right now, we've got the legendary DJ Kenske. We've got DJ Sue. We've got Ernesto from from the ocean, uh, Brooklyn Terry's still over there, and so uh, yeah, pay attention to the live stream, we're also going to post this on the SoundCloud page, and so yeah, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and take a segue, get into the music, let Jesse get on to his what grind. Do what, do, what do you think? What do you want me to drop with? I don't know, it's up to you. I don't mind. Hey man, I, I want you to just do your thing, and show and prove this good jam. You know, I, I, like, I listen to uh, your mix cloud and your hip-hop mix on there, you playing a lot of joints that I really grew up on and love, a lot of ETMD and a lot of uh, late 80s, early 90s, really raw, like hip hop vibes, and uh, you're your captain is from New York, and so yeah, I, I trust your judgment, man. Play whatever you want, man. We'll right, set it with the hip hop then. Fuck it. Yeah, word up, word up. Uh, Mega Late Show. I am Mega. I am Steve with me, and I am Lays with us. And in the, in, in between the sets, when we're talking to Jesse, Lays going to be on the uh, on the one and two, and then Steve is also going to be uh, hitting a million drops on the SP404. So yeah, uh, keep paying attention. Thank you for tuning into the Mega Late Show. Funk man. Word. Flex the shame, Power, here we go. Uh, oh, hello, more people. 
Wonderful. There's a lot of people here now. This is Mega Late Show. We are at I Am Jesse's place right now. He's playing music. We're going to get him on the mic in just a minute. We're all having a good time. Wonderful. Hey, sorry for any yes. earlier audio issues. Yeah, there may have been earlier audio issues, but you know how it is. We're also streaming on a little uh, pocket Wi-Fi, so you never know how these things happen. Uh, there's a lot of beautiful people here right now, and I am amongst the most beautiful of them. And I just want to give a shout-out to myself for making it out with the stomach virus, still drinking alcohol. Shout-out to Mega Face. I am Mega. He's going to die, y'all. Yo, and, and, and I got to give a major shout-out to Late. Late has been doing a lot of work taking care of business instead of partying and having a good time. And I feel I feel bad for his sacrifice, but I'm also very happy. We've got a lot of people here, and I want to give a shout-out to a couple people who have been on the podcast before. We've got Kensuke here, the wonderful Kensuke. Kensuke DJ Kensuke, 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 one of the best in the biz, especially in Tokyo, doing it big. And he's staying a little bit sober tonight, probably because he drank a lot last night. Shout-out to DJ Kensuke. Come by. Shout-out, shout-out, shout And we've got our Ernesto here, the drummer for The Ocean Eye, doing his regular thing. Looking very handsome over there. Puerto Rico in the house. And uh, here comes I Am Jesse. So we're going to get to business on that and uh, have a good time. I think Late's going to have some music coming on in just a second. Is that music? Is that Late? Hey, there we go. Okay. People buying alcohol. Hello, people behind me. Oh, Feel So Good is here as well. The infamous Feel So Good. DJ Feel So Good. Chilling. And I've met some of these other people before, but I can't remember their names. They all seem like lovely people. Hello. Big time, big hello, time. Hello, hello. And, and this guy's giving middle fingers. I like that, especially when he gives them to late. Yeah, bust that. Paper paper cuts rock, where I'm from. Yo, Jesse, very fantastic set. Thank you. Oh, just, yeah, just having fun. Uh, listeners, if you couldn't hear the whole set, we also got it recorded, and we'll be putting that out later, so you'll get the full detail, full blast, without all the crowd noise and all the extra stuff. Bow, bow. Bow, 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 bow. Word. That's yo, right. It, yo, Jesse, that was the hip-hop set? That was hip-hop, yeah. Basically, uh, a lot of late 80s, early to mid 90s, and a little bit of 2000 stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. I heard a lot of things going on there. And um, I mean, we had Brooklyn Terry over on the side. He was doing raps to a lot of the old school tracks that you're doing. And um, yeah, I, I know. I know that. Uh, I think you're a little bit older than us. You're from a generation a little bit. Oh, wait, wait. We got some headphones for for you as well. Let's put oh, on word. some headphones so you can hear what we're talking about. There we go. There we go. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Yeah, and like I was saying, I think you're a little bit older than us, and mm. you come from you come from the scene where uh, like the new wave stuff and hip hop was very much coming together. Ram LZ, uh, the Death Comic Crew, like all of these cats. That's kind of the era that you come from. So I know that a lot of your love for hip hop music is rooted at that time period. Is that like? Can you tell us a little bit about you know when, yeah. when you first started listening to hip hop and what New York was like back then? Probably not quite that early, to be honest. Ramel Z, I love Ramel Z, and as you know, my boy Shin Shimokawa uh, played it at our last yeah, event. Yeah, man, legend. Uh, but um, I'm I graduated high school in 1992, so okay, that tells you like, you know, from all the my years of high school, I was solid into hip hop. Like, didn't care anything about hip hop or skateboarding. <laughs> word, word. Okay, Batman. So this part of the this part of the podcast, we're going to take an opportunity to ask you a few questions. Uh, we call it the temperature check segment, where we ask you a few questions uh, to kind of get your taste in hip hop music and see where you're at, or your taste in things in general. Uh, first, first question: Like, who was your favorite uh, music artist when you were 16 years old? 16. Okay. What grade? Usually, was it? we ask MC. What year was that? <laughs> 
Well, if you graduated in, what is it? If you graduated in... 92. So you, yeah. it must have been like 89? Oh, that, that's right, yeah. It's always, so no, I like graduated in 92. So at 16... Can, can was, you can you speak? In, oh, yeah, yes. thank you, thank you. Uh, at 16... What grade was I in? I was in a... Uh, must have been like 12, 10th? 11, 10th grade, yeah, 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 10th grade. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's right, about 1990, 89. I'm going to definitely say, basically, Lord Finesse, um, Showbiz and AG, yeah, no DITC doubt. shit. Digging in the crates shit, that's, right. I was full on. Not a bad choice, man, yeah. not a bad choice. Or on the, on the other side of the coast, I would say J. Rowe from the Alcoholics. Um, I'm a huge Alcoholics wow. fan. But Shout particularly Jay Rowe. That's yeah. a deep cut, man. That it's is, weird. That is. Everybody is always like Taz, Taz, Taz. But I was really into Jay Rowe. I and was going to say Tash. If, if you ask me alcoholics, I'm going to say Tash. I'm into Jay Rowe, man. And also, I would say Sadat X. Yeah, Sadat X. For sure. Brand influence. Nubian. Yeah. Yeah. Sadat yeah. X over Grand Pooba? Definitely. I, I, would, wow. I would say the yeah. same thing, too. Really? Like, I was surprised when we had um, John Robinson from Signs of Life on the podcast, and he was with uh, Elo Kush. They're both huge, tremendous, like, brand Nubian X-Clan fans, and both of them are Puba fans. Puba's dope. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, Puba's the dopest one. Yeah, I, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like you can't make the wrong choice there because it's more like a preference type of Fair thing enough. with that group. Fair it's enough. not like there's a weak link in that group. No, you no, know no. what I mean? So. No. no. Actually, all three of them are dope. And, and that, the DJ Alamo is dope too. They're all dope. I mean, but just like Sadat, for me, had this crazy style. Like, uh, you know, he didn't always even try to rhyme. He would just, like, throw out some shit that didn't even rhyme and, like, just, like, uh, his voice. I mean... Well, I think he has hey, one of the most... Baby. He he has he has kind of one of the most um, noticeable voices in hip-hop. Like, along with, like, Q-Tip and, like, Snoop. These voices, like, hard to mistake them from anybody else and that's one of the reasons I like Sadat because he wasn't the best in terms of like technical ability but his voice really carried his personality and it made a lot of things really interesting very recognizable so, um, and actually so, crazy on on that real quick he's I, I was like crazy for him when I was young like yeah it was like my number one and I got to meet him in Tokyo and like uh you know, we rhymed together, whatever, and he's like, yo, you kind of, because I, I definitely emulated him when I tried to you rhyme. You used to so rap, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely emulated, yeah. First, rec, first, first song was called Straight Out of the Attic in 1989 <laughs> with my man Dennis. Really, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, so 16, 26 years old, who's your favorite uh, MC? Oh, okay. See, they don't change much, to be honest, but... Uh, but the time had changed, yeah, though. The, no, right? the time changed a lot. Yeah. So 26. What, what is year? that? 99 year is that? then? Year is the better. Uh, 99. 99. In this is like the Jiggy era coming to fruition. Yeah. All of our favorites are kind of going pop. Nas has gone pop. You know, like Will Smith had his success, but Will Smith was also not seen as like a hip hop artist at that yeah, time yeah, yeah. In, in the same sense. I mean, I was still listening to like, you know, B Nuts, like they, they all, and even and even speaking of alcoholics, they dropped a kind of jiggy type album that was so dope. More like a but, uh, pop you know, sensibility. Nerd and yeah. all that, yeah. that type of stuff. Love it. You know, you can't, you can't actually got a chance to meet Chad, uh, Chad Hugo. And when I was DJ now in um, Singapore, and we became oh, friends. So, but uh, yeah, uh, definitely nerd. Do you have a Do you have a favorite uh, hip hop group of all time? Group. Mm. And when I say group, I I don't really mean like. Well, no, I would say a group. I would consider a group anything from two members to ten members. So basically, EPMD to Wu Tang. 
when I was skateboarding, when we were skating every day, it was all about like Public Enemy, Tribe Called Quest, um, you know, the, the stuff that everybody was basically listening right. to then. But, you know, that's a different sound too between those two true, groups you yeah, just named. True, like yeah. the Bomb Squad sound compared to the Native Tongue sound was quite different. Very but that different. was a great thing about hip hop at that time. There was a lot of biodiversity and there was so many different sounds. Whereas like now, hip hop is like, uh, like imagine, it's it's almost like disco, where it's like a very similar aesthetic and every May pushes for that same type of sound and you can break through even if you're not like an established artist you can have a track that's just like wow this sounds good it checks off all the marks of of hip-hop sound that I like trap music that I like and so now I like fucking bad Barbie or yeah. whoever the fuck it is you know what I mean the, but back then there was a lot more biodiversity man I mean uh, honestly like for me personally as a group or a MC comes down to yeah, it's style. And when I say style, I'm talking about voice, delivery, originality, word choice, beats, you know, these types of things. Lyrics, I love lyrics, but like, I'm not like, okay, that, you know, I'm super so lyrical. For example, like, you know, a guy like Lord Finesse, he says things that people don't normally say, to be honest. Like, he, he, the way he delivers it is just a little different. And same right. as Sadat X, yeah. you know, it's just a little different. One day when I was riding on the train, I seen these two kids talking. Not the Nubian rain had fallen. You know what I mean? It's right, right. Hey. So that. flow is like. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let me let me ask some some weirder questions here then. Um, if you, if you were if you had uh, uh, our guy I got uh, Akira from Sunday Replays here. He just showed up, probably biked here. He's got a lot of alcohol and chilling and shit. Good to see you, Akira. Hello. I'm good, man. What's up? Chilling, chilling. Uh, we're in the middle of an interview with I Am Jesse. We're asking him some crazy questions. You've been on the show before, so you know the type of questions I'm about to ask right now. Here goes a question. If you were to have a hypothetical angel and devil on your shoulders, who would the angel be and who would the devil be if they were hip-hop artists? Usually I say rappers, but for this, I'll let you say DJ or graph artists or because I know you're deep within the the, all, the four element culture of hip hop. True, so I'm going to let you I'm going to give you a little bit more leeway and say whoever you like. OK, so I got my angel and my devil. Cope is the devil. <laughs> I'm just this is, yeah, I mean, with this, I'm, only, I'm only saying cope because I've heard a lot of stories oh, about yeah, him cope, uh, oh. snitching, so hey, to speak. He's got a lot of. Um, there's a lot of beef, you know. That's what I hear. There's a lot of, but the thing is, like in that world of graph now, it, it became into this, like this it's whole different. internet world. Different. And, yeah, like, for our, internet, for our, this and that. For so. our listeners who, peace, hello. For our listeners who don't know, Cope Cope is is a graph writer who is legendary in the Mike in the in scene. And over the last few years, a lot of people have gone to jail, and Cope has been arrested and not gone to jail. So people are suspecting that Cope is turned informant and ratting on people. But this is some real deep hip hop shit that a lot of people probably don't know yeah, about. I but mean, I know, I know that I am Jesse knows about it because I am Jesse is of the culture, that four element culture that I always be talking about. And so, yeah, I brought Cope to to Japan. I did his. First I remember show. that. I remember yeah, you. I mean, uh, you showed did, me like an old flyer or like yeah. something like that, and a shirt he, he maybe. Did, he did a show in my gallery in Brooklyn as well. Yeah. So. Phenomenally talented, but now he has a little bit of an asterisk next to his name because of these allegations. And we should call them allegations. Yeah. And, and that, that's why I was saying devil. But I mean, like, uh, who are your choices, angel and the devil? See, I was looking at, like, I, I was looking at, like, like when you say that to me, 
I look at it like the devil is the like the one that you're like kind of embarrassed that you like, but you like. Well, yeah. I Maybe, mean, all right, I'll do it I, that way. Yeah. Well, when I, when I it, it, do that, so do I, that. I haven't I haven't answered this question before, but when I think about it, like. The devil to me is not somebody who is doing inherent evil. The devil to me is the guy who's kind of leading me towards a little bit more of the the worst aspects of my personality. Desire, which do, which oh. do not do not always they don't always okay. mean evil. Like like the dude that's pushing me towards getting some new ass, he's or the, the dude that's pushing me towards he's the goon. He's Desire. the dude. Desire. He's the dude who will punch you in the face instead of trying to break up the fight. And that's not necessarily evil, but that's the devil on my shoulder. Some shit gets you hyped up, right? You know yeah, what I mean? Okay. And and I, how about I go ahead and answer my Shit. I think I think if I had to pick them and I feel like they would have to be related they would have to be somehow in tandem and in posse together so I would say that the angel on my shoulder is method man and the devil is red man Wow. I mean a little bit of explanation though, all right so here's, here's why first I say they're in tandem because you know red and meth are tight they're homies they love each other had a group but, and they and they kind of have similar similar morals and ethics but they also have different morals and ethics method man's been married to his wife for I don't know how many years he has a code of values standards you listen to his lyrics he still fuck you up but he's pretty much good he's method man is doing his thing he takes care of his family no controversies he's not out here being wild truckling red man is grimy He's still living in the cheap house. He's still out there trying to fuck bitches. He's got his son. He takes care of business. You listen to his lyrics. He's talking about kicking you in the chest, gorillas, shooting up the wrong party, hitting the birthday party. And so I would say, like, those are my two guys, Red and Meth, on my shoulder. All right. So, all right. Then I'll uh, fine. I'll go the way that you went in that in that aspect. Well, do you? Do you? But uh, (laughs) yeah. All right. So I would say. Jay Rue is gonna be the devil. Jay Rue? Jay Rue is the devil. Jay Rue the damager? Yes. Because <laughs> the sun all, the sun rises in the east. I've seen homie out and about, and he's kind of a man of my my own heart. When we start to drink, it gets a little crazy. Yeah, like you know, he comes off many very righteous on the records, but if, and I'm not talking you, shit. I don't want to get right, <laughs> but I'll just say, and you know, you got a little reputation of being out yeah. there like that. Like, you do you know, um, Mr. Dibs, DJ Mr. Dibs. Ah, uh, yeah, I heard Mr. Dibs yeah. knocked him the fuck out. Okay, yeah, <laughs> he went All into right. the yeah, yeah. So, I mean, J. Rue be getting some wild. And shit. Yeah, 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 he yeah. be getting wild. J. Rue came into the dressing room and got crazy, and Dibs knocked him the fuck out. This is an old story that I heard through um you know homies yeah, yeah no, this I is believe not it. one that was in the in the source i believe in vibe magazine you know what i mean this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is like a cruise story but I, yeah j root got knocked the fuck out by dibs and who's your angel my angel i like that choice by the way because j root is very righteous on wax but salacious right, you know you know i've seen him with white women too this is just putting it out there <laughs> but anyway um, cause did you ever see that video link of him them arguing about like that? that like, no, I don't think I saw that one. That being with white women, but anyway, being with and, white women. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> I gotta check that out. Yeah, just, just, just search white women J Rue on the on the YouTube, Word. you'll find it. But uh, and then on the angel tip, I go play it. Flavor Flav. Flav. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav got a good heart, man. I don't know what people are talking about. He got a good heart. Exactly. I, I mean, he's easy to bust on, but yeah. he, I seem like cool. I never met yeah. the dude, but it seems like cool Seems like a good guy. Um, let's say, I don't know. Let's say, okay, check it out. I'll say most deaf, and I'll say that because I just remember seeing most way before he got famous. Um, 
I think it was at SOB's and uh, a couple Wait, other spots. What year is this? This is, yeah. Like 96, 95? Before the record, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's got to be That's when he started 95. cooking. That's and started everybody cooking. was like, oh, that's Q-Tip's cousin. I don't know. Everybody was always saying that that's Q-Tip's cousin. But I saw him live then. He was performing. Uh, you know what? I didn't know he was Q-Tip's cousin. No, nah, I don't think he is. But that's everybody. Because with the way that? he rhymed and with his delivery. The voice like, is kind of nasally. Yeah. yeah. This, this type of thing. What was it? What was the name of that? Oh, man. This drives me crazy. Because the name of this the hip-hop show, they used to, this is kind of, uh, they used to come in from Philly. I'm drawing a blank. I'm, 40, I'm drawing a 44-year-old blank. Anyway, I would say I would say him because, like, basically Word. at that time, like, That's he great. was kind of, he was definitely kind of an angel. Said that and Black Eyed Peas in the first album. The first album from Black Eyed Peas is phenomenal. The first single, the first album. The we first were like, album is Whoa. phenomenal. Oh, and, and live was off the hook. Are you talking? Was that, that talking about Blood Elef of Abraham or Elephant? Yeah, uh, the one with you know that's the jam. That's the, yeah, that's the joint. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the jam. So you're not talking about them when they're really young. Signed the Easy E. That's no, what no, the one about. that came out after that. They had an album that came out in like '97, I want to say, that was just really dope. Before they became the Black Eyed Peas that they became known and loved for, and even even like that was even before Fergie. This was the oh, album before the album that they had Fergie. So this is like two albums before they go back and really listen to that up. album. That record wow. is Will so I Am good. Is phenomenal. You're live, right. Live facts. band Tell when they the do facts. live was a live band like insane. Like telling the facts. And not only that, they, they come from dance culture. I don't know if you know. So in the middle yeah. of the show, they would jump out and clear a Bus. space and do and the dance. whole. You know. Yeah, man. Do, it was. I, you, you're never going to catch me hating on Will I Am. A lot of people think might think I do because I, I would because I don't like a lot of pop. Culture shit, but Will I Am is phenomenal, man. He used to be great. He you, used to be great. If you do, you weren't. The thing is, you weren't at SOBs in New York City watching them perform just before that album. Tell hit. us about SOBs a little bit, man. Oh like, yeah, I can mention that, that again. Oh, it's Sons just a spot. Yeah, it's just a it's, it's just a famous um, venue in New York City that shows a lot of different talent. Um, really and, and in the early '90s or yeah, mid '90s as well, a lot of like up and coming rappers would do the, do their shit right. there. So yeah. okay, um, here goes another question. Uh, how much do you think Tupac can bench press? Uh, it's funny. I love Tupac, but I'm not the 200. Tupac fan that everybody in the world is somehow. I'll just I'll say I. that. That's like mega. Okay, no, I'm, yeah. straight up like mega. I'm like, he's good. I'm a graduate I'm of the school like of Tupac. He's God. Over here. I don't know. I'm like with Kendrick, Tupac all day. I went to the school day, of hard Enochs, and I just. I'm a West Coast guy, and it's weird for people to hear me say that I like Biggie more than I like Tupac at the oh, time. Oh, is that facts? I didn't know that. Well, I like Biggie more than Tupac, but I'd if you ask me who I had to take, whose Definitely albums I had obvious. to take to a uh, desert island, I'm definitely going to say Tupac. He just has a larger oh, yeah, body of work. Yeah, he just has yeah. a larger body of work. But but I, I definitely was fucking with um, Ready to Die more than I was fucking with um, the double Can't disc. Name the yeah, I'm the same way. I couldn't name the record, to be honest. Yeah. But like... No, nah, but for West Coast though, man, there was a lot of stuff I. Well, loved, you mentioned man. alcoholics, man. Alcoholics, I mean, that's, that's some real deep West Coast shit. Caesar, are you familiar side. with the alcoholics? The licks? No, no. Man, no. you gotta fuck with that. So good. I mean, Mad Lib <laughs> comes from the fucking licks. Yeah. Mad Lib is phenomenal. He, he was fucking with the licks too. So, alcoholics, yo, late. Do you have a? Do you have any questions for um for for the temperature check? I I know you asked what his favorite group was, but Led if Zeppelin? you were going oh, oh, oh. to uh. If you were on a desert island and you could only have albums from duos, hip-hop duos, or hip-hop trios, 
Which would you pick? Tough. Oh, which would I pick? Yeah. Duos or trios? Yeah. You get EPMD, oh. Outcast on one hand. It's gonna you know? be. It's gonna be. There's probably more duos for me than I there is so. trios. I, I think the answer for I think that I'm from is kind of easy. a duo error. Yeah. There's so many duos. The hip hop duo used to be a big thing. I mean, tribe. Tribe mob, should technically be a duo, right? Mob Deep. Shit. Uh, nah. Ali. Ali Shahid Muhammad. He didn't rap though. I mean, Dilla doesn't rap. Dilla Slum did Village rap. He not, did rap. Though. Oh, Dilla did rap. Dilla did rap. Uh, nah, they're a trio, man. You would or, say well, that. Well, if you say that, then you, gotta, then you gotta, you gotta add um, what's his name too? Jerobi. Uh, Jerobi as well. Jerobi's four then. I mean, two in the DJ. And then consequences five. <laughs> I'm saying at that time it was, yeah. you know, MCs and the DJ. It was yeah. like two MCs and the DJ. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you said they were a trio. I mean, the BC Boys is the trio. But For like, sure. I mean, I, I think that there's just a lot of dope duos. I would take duos too. Who's your favorite member of the Wu Tang Clan? Oh, so you know what? And I'll. Um, I know everybody's gonna be like, what? But. Rizza. Wu, I know everybody's gonna be what the fuck are you talking about. Wu is in this not the same boat, but I wasn't hey, yo. such a Wu fan like I was other groups. And it, it just just in the same way that I said that about Tupac. And a lot of people were like, what are you and I did go back and listen, but I was listening to what I was listening, so I, honestly I can't even answer, but maybe Ghostface. Yeah, that's a great Ghostface, answer. Ghostface. I agree with it. I like Ghost a lot. I like Ghost a lot. All right, so I All think right, you like you like Biggie more than Tupac. Uh, yes, definitely. 100%. Okay, so if Biggie came into your car, jumped in your car, and asked you to play the best album since he died, what would you play for him? Uh, and yeah. he died in March of '97. Can I say Ready to Die? I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think you can play his own album. He'd be flattered. Oh, that came wait, out. Wait, two, wait, that wait, came out like three years before he died, though. No, if if if, if Biggie, if Biggie showed up and he said, "Tell me, play the best album that's come out since I died." Oh, definitely didn't understand the question. Okay, okay uh, my bad. sorry. That, no, that's my bad. That's that's this. Um, <laughs> oh, the best album, best hip hop album since I died. No Sierra pressure. I, no pressure. Yeah. Um. All right, I can name so. Mm, so I don't know hard. what I would say Jeez. if somebody asked me that question either. To be it's, honest with you, it's not some recent thing. To be honest, just because I don't really check like that, and as a DJ, I'm always checking like tracks, not really albums anymore. I mean, I don't really. I, I used, I remember and miss when we we used to check for albums. Like, you know, it was all about albums. Um. I might bust in, say a little You can pack. No. Maybe I can't name the album, but uh, I'm really feeling the stuff from. Um, what's it? What's it? Killer Mike and uh, the cat LP. from Comp and LP, yeah. Uh, Run okay. the Jewels. Run the Jewels. I, yo. Hey, yes, they put out a few that. albums. I fuck with it. You know what that. You know, I, I'm glad you said that because um, earlier you were talking about uh, Public Enemy. I think LP's production comes from the lineage of the Bomb Squad. Very little space, very busy, very fucking loud, bombastic, and heavy. 
I like that. That's I a good see, answer. I see the similarities. You know what I mean? Yes. I think he's I think he's the direct lineage from Bomb Squad. What they were trying to achieve and do in hip hop. That production is fucking live. Actually, the first writer that I brought out as a curator to Japan, uh, Ewok 5MH, did the artwork for Fun Crusher. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. The inside artwork, all the, all by Ewok 5MH. The ant alien shit? Back there too. Yeah. All the alien crazy shit. That's he did that. Yeah. No that's, shit. That was my first show in Japan. Yeah, yeah. That's my man. Is he still yeah. alive? I thought it was Matt Dew that did that artwork. No? I think there's two artists on that record. Yeah. But all the crazy devil looking. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, that's Ewok. No shit, even man. says Ewok. That's what's up. Word. I know one of the artists that worked on it was, and maybe it's for the single, but I know one of them was Matt Dew, who was also a, another dope cat. And he passed away in like 98 or 99, I think. That but name sounds Word, familiar. word. All right, yo, I am Jesse. Thank you for rocking with us. That is the temperature check segment of the podcast. When I am Jesse comes back after playing this next musical set, we're going to ask him a little bit about some musical shit that he likes again and talk about some other shit. And then he's going to play some more music. And then we're going to ask him about his time here in Japan and what he likes. Yo, I am Jesse. Thank you for rocking with us. This is a great house party. More people are here now. More beautiful people are here now. Pay attention to the cameras. Pay attention to the show. I'm here with I am Steez. I'm here with I am late. And motherfuckers having a good time. Be with it, baby. Mega late Be show. with it. 2018, I episode am Mr. 25. Danger, educated black man. Mr. Danger, Bye-bye. educated Bye-bye. black Danger, man. Danger. Power, power, respect. Yes. We'll be back. Muse is coming. Any homework? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right, all right, all right, all right. Megalecho is just about to be back again, and we are joined by our special guest and host for the evening. This is his wonderful house party. This is his wonderful, wonderful music that he's playing. This is I Am Jesse, also known as Jesse, mostly known as I Am Jesse, notorious. Infamous, Notorious. world famous DJ here who's worked with a plethora of artists coming to and fro through Tokyo throughout his whole time here. And we're happy that he was able to join us. And, and some of you will recognize the name I Am Jesse from the Tokyo Was Here show that we live streamed several months ago. Word. That included, but was not limited to, such artists as. The wonderful MC Tarantula, who is at the DJ booth right now. Shout out to Tarantula. Just released his album last January. Came in Phenomenal. With, actually walked in with the homie Wise from uh, Teriyaki Boys. What? From Wise the Teriyaki Boys. Oh, yes. Wise shit. also walked in. Wise. We were on 10. Are we on 10 yet, late? I live on 10. We're living on 10. I'm telling you, it's a wonderful event, and uh, and I am Jesse facilitated the whole thing. This is a different episode that we're doing right now, but this is one that we're very happy to be a part of. I'm and sure I want to say thank sure you again, funny. I am Jesse, for, for rocking with us, man. It's a pleasure to be in your presence. Thank, thank, you, thank you so much, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, man. First, let, let, all right, so, horns, so because, horns. because, because, because we're limited by time, because so many people showed up and we didn't have time to do it the way we wanted to do it, we're going to go straight into the interview segment of the podcast right now. Let's start off really quick with, I, I am Jesse. Tell us where you're from. From New York. Um, we we New grew York up in a town. I uh, went to high school in a town called Kingston. Uh, 
Well, yeah, like Kingston. And then uh, straight to Brooklyn. And uh, yeah. How old, how old were you when you were in Brooklyn and what year was this, man? This is uh, 1995, Oh, man, so you were yeah. there during the golden age of, yes, of hip-hop music yep. in, in the scene there. That's right, yep. And, and uh, how long have you been in Tokyo? I've been in Tokyo 14 years. My understanding is wow. that you're here for a long time. You're, you're deeply in, uh, deeply engulfed in culture, and a lot of the hip-hop scene that is the, the scene that is not mainstream, but always highlighting cats who are of the culture and, and, and pivotal to the generations of hip-hop beforehand. Like you've had Cope 2 here, you've had, um, uh, who Ewok, else have you have here? Like Ewok 5MH, uh, Todd Jordan of Nike SB. Um, what else did we do? We did uh, Dirty South Joe. Uh, we did uh, Slink. DJ Slink. So many, so many. Paul Devro. And who do you have coming out? Uh, you have a new show coming out yes, with Paul. We're very excited. I haven't said this anywhere yet. I guess, yeah, we can say it now. But um, we're going to be uh, bringing out Paul Nice in April. Paul Nice, nice. The infamous nice. Paul Nice. Paul and if nice. you don't know Paul Nice, Bing or... Google, do your Googles, do something to find out who Paul Nice is because this is a very important person in the culture of hip-hop, man. Do the education. Very important. He, he, he's got records with DJ Mudo back in the day. Um, big time and big Legendary time. DJ you know, Mudo. He produced some Beastie Boy records. Um, let's put it this way. Like I said, the last time he was in Tokyo was about, I don't know, 15 years ago, and it was with Craig Mack, Biggie Smalls, and some other people that can't. Word, word. So, so uh, now, now your your full time job is a gigging DJ out here. I see you sponsor posts. You've, you're you're always busy. You're always doing shows. You've always got people going on. How long have you just been living off of DJing here in Tokyo, man? Yeah. So I, I mean, it's not only DJing. hundred percent. So basically, the place we're in right now, I, I designed myself. And uh, beautiful I spot, man. Uh, I was lucky enough to be able to buy it at the right time. And I have uh, two places in Nagoya that I've designed and uh, they rent out. So probably the main income right now is this kind of, uh, you know, share house type thing or this whatever. Airbnb me, me, type of thing? Yeah, Airbnb, me paku as they say. Uh, but uh, DJing brings in some type of money and I also, Word. Did, you know, all types of different projects through my agency, which is called Tokyo Was Here, uh, which is kind of in the midst of launching, but uh, yeah, we're very happy. Hey man, we were that. out there for that show that you threw, what was it, did, uh, November? Uh, I think it was, was no it? November, was it November, man? That was a great show. You had a lot of phenomenal talent out there. Really dope. We had our guy Phonics there. A lot of people were there and participated in that. For We know you're making big moves out here in Tokyo, and uh, we're happy to share that space with you, man. Thank you again for having us out here. Um, so, so what are, um, living out here in Tokyo, man, what are some of the big differences that you've experienced, and what have you learned about being in Tokyo for the last 14 years? How's it changed your character? Well, let's put it this way. As a, as a, when I was in America, I was a middle-aged white male sitting pretty, okay? When I came to Tokyo, it's the first time in my life that I feel a little bit of what people of color might feel. Like, literally, people used to say, you know, walk down the street and somebody will cross the street, you know, they don't want to walk by me, whatever. It happens to me in Tokyo all the time, to be honest. Or I sit down on the train 
and all of a sudden everybody moves. Right. You know, this type of thing. And I found myself getting angry. But then I, I started to think, you know what? Fuck it. I got a little, little, little more room now. But uh, yeah, I can finally, I won't say I can identify with. Not 100%. That would be stupid to say that, but a little bit. I can understand. It's like, it's like um, I, hear, I hear a lot of white people say that when they go to Hawaii. They realize like, oh, I'm a minority here and I'm treated differently here. This is the first time for me. So here in Japan, I can definitely see how you experience that because, I mean, I, I've, I've experienced that throughout my whole life, but I definitely experienced it here as well. So, yeah, no doubt, man. Or, or it's like it could be in a positive way, but at the same time, it's not really right. It's kind of like, you know, okay, we're not going to... We're not gonna put him up. We're gonna hold him up to the same standard. But for me, that's a negative. You know, I want to be held up to the same standard. Right, but, right. But, hey, but all at the same time, despite despite the differences that you've had here, you've you've obviously uh, created a lot of relationships with a lot of phenomenal casts. I know you're good friends with our guy uh, DJ Kenske, and you're building with guys like Tarantula, who are deeply rooted within this culture. And 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 uh, you seem to you seem to assimilate into a lot of scenes that maybe some other DJs can't get into. And and I think that speaks to not only your talent, but you're just your your your, your willingness to try to try to assimilate and be part of this culture, man. Like, how, um, how, how can you tell us a little bit about some of the relationship you forged? I mean, yo, when I walked out, when I came out here, I was I was walking around Nakamegaro with an Ewok 5MH book, and the day I started walking around looking for galleries, I met a guy who happens to be one of the top three designers in Japan, and he we the next like month we had a show at that gallery. And then the next gallery show came. And Is then there the a next party foul. <laughs> and then I did somebody, that earlier, did somebody fall over? I've been really lucky. Earlier. Let's put it this way. <laughs> yeah, he did it, yeah. And I told him it always happens, and it does. Uh, but I've been no, I don't really feel bad. blessed. Really blessed. I mean, you know, I've done my research in life, and I've done my put in my dues, as they say. But at the same time, I feel like. I'm really blessed. It's a little bit of magic and, and, yeah, and it's a little special, bit of magic. special things going on your side, man. Somehow. So, so what, uh, what, what can we expect from you in the future, man? Are, are you uh, well, planning I mean, on doing more shows? Like, what's the plan with uh, Tokyo was here? Immediate future, we got an event tonight. Well, first of all, I'll be playing over at uh, the Breakdown at Coins Bar. If Coins wants Bar. To Shout out to Adam and, uh, and Chase. All you live feeders hear that? Go to what's it called? The Breakdown. The, the breakdown. breakdown coins coins, coins bar, bar is wonderful phenomenal after, phenomenal spot. after that what's going on after Qu that we're over at quintet, quintet in umegauka that's umegauka station uh sounds far but it's not that far this is i'll put it out there this is my favorite place in tokyo uh run by a guy named hamasan you know they got like ten thousand records in there for sale and it's a beautiful space and uh yeah on the bill tikini uh brooklyn terry Cat name Udani was insane. Of course, Kensuke and myself. So, quality. yo, we um, we 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 shout out Quintet quite often because uh, Kensuke plays there every Wednesday. Yeah, he plays there every Wednesday, so we always shout it out. But uh, Brooklyn Terry's our guy. He's going to be there as well. I just met Takini uh, last Tuesday night with Late over at um, WREP and yeah. Rep. And uh, yeah, man, that should be really really dope as well. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any upcoming shows for uh, Tokyo Was Here? Uh so the Tokyo Was Here party, I call it techno was here. You know, I like to play a lot of, and people are always like, "Oh, is it techno music?" It's very kind of confusing, but basically, I like to play a lot of diversity. I haven't had any um, events planned yet, but uh, 
Yeah, there's something coming. I can't really mention it yet, but indeed, uh, something will be coming. Oh, is that Word. the flyer? Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to do it. Late told me to do this earlier, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm going to take care of it. It's funny. But I, don't I got really some know. hater online or on Facebook. I don't know if you saw that. I had to just get rid of the dude. He was like, yo. What's up with that flyer? It shows how you are. You look like a real prick. I was like, what? That's my own little design. This is a profound photo in my eyes. I have no idea. I don't even know. The I'm like, I just asked the dude, yo, who are you? And why are you on your pay my page caring about my flyer? This is just playing yourself like that. The whole Facebook You're playing thing. Yourself. I, call, I call it fake book. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yo, straight up and down, man. Yo, yo, I am Jesse, man. We're so happy to have you on the show to, today, man. Uh, thank you for throwing this party. It's been phenomenal. Yep, I know we got to start breaking man. it down to, to get ready to go party or whatever. Uh, one, one way or another, I'd, I'd like to. One way or another, I'd like to get I am Jesse Love. in the studio. Into the studio. Level up, baby. Level up. I'm down. I, I want to get you into the studio, have a real conversation with you, man. You, you're so knowledgeable. For you sure. have a rich history of hip hop, music, or whatever. I think this is probably going to be a Kaiwa episode, and then we'll get you in the studio sometime before the middle of the year, man. We got to get you going. But more and importantly, also, when I bring, you know, in April, maybe we get you talking to Paul Nice and other people like that. So when I got bro, people in town, I definitely yeah, link up. Yo, um, I'm actually very down to do live streams at your shows if we can pull it off, just like we did at the, at the last second. No, was here. Happy so to have you. Pay attention to that. Let's go ahead and go into the calendar and see what's going on for the rest of the for the rest of the evening. First and foremost, tonight I want to let our listeners who are listening live uh, right now we have uh, the breakdown, which is happening in Shibuya at Coins Bar, which is very close to Manhattan Records, which is going off and very live. We've got our guy uh, Chase and Adam there killing it tonight. I am Jesse is going to do a musical set there. What kind of music are you going to play tonight? Yeah, good question, man. I played the breakdown a long time ago, but like. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Play <laughs> some really... of that. Play some of that old school hip hop you were playing here earlier, man. I think let this survive. I want to hear at the breakdown. To be honest with you, because okay. they usually they usually rock with really dope old school hip hop. Then yo, so I'm so, so how do you do that? that. And, and then um and then tomorrow night we have. Well, after that, Tokyo was here present presents is going down at Quintet, like we've already mentioned. Yes, that's gonna be Come Jesse, Takini, Quintet, Station, Trust Your Boy, and Udaini. Am I saying that right? Uh, yes. Word. Also tonight, the Beat Nuts are playing at Sound Museum Vision. Shout out to the Beat Nuts. To New Jabez is going down at Vent. Uh, yo, I'm only going to say homies. Uh, only, only homie events right now. Yo, Life Park is going down tomorrow at Commune the second. That's my crew, my other crew. That's from four to nine or ten. Uh, I'll be playing around six. Roll through in Omotasando. Yo, Skyzoo is performing at uh, Manhattan Records on Monday, and we will definitely be interviewing him after his performance. So that episode will be coming out soon. Peep that. Uh, our homie AJ, his event happening every Monday at Rep Under the Moonlight with 8-Man and uh, DJ Spite. Shout out to AJ. Yo, shout like out, said, shout out to my boy. Kids I gave him that Serato he's using. Just because I see no Lil yeah, I was like, yo. And now I now I don't got mines. But yo. I, get, I was like, yo, I see a little talented kid coming up. I see the passion. Hey, take this. I just, Jesse, yo. you let me buy a controller, man? You giving out Serato's? What's I mean, going on, you man? Know, just... You're half on the podcast, <laughs> half on the DJ, baby. You gotta go full DJ to get straight that up, shit. Straight up, straight up. Oh, Jesse, did we tell you my new DJ name? No, hit me. Grandmaster. I am late wizard. <laughs> Turntablist. 
<laughs> Grandmaster, I, I am, am Lake Wizard. Wizard. Yo, that shit goes hard, B. <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. Late wizard danger. Uh, like we mentioned, Kinsuke's <laughs> at uh, no at Quintet every Wednesday with Nova. Speakeasy is going down. There goes the homie Tarantula. Peace. Tarantula. Yo, Tarantula, oh, hand mic, hand Tarantula. Mic. Yo, what up? What up? What up, y'all? Uh, yo, Tarantula, tell us the title of your album when it came out, man. Let us know. Word. Oh, the, my album just came out last year. It's called The DC's Who I Am. It's my first soul album in Korea. Uh, it's, it's going down, man. It's going down the street right now. Yo, we want to get Tarantula on the podcast to talk about this record because I heard the album's fresh. We got a Kaiwa with it up, Tarantula. Man. Yeah, we do actually do. We actually do yeah, have yeah, a yeah. release video, but it's happy to see Tarantula here. Yo, finally, Speakeasy's going down uh, next, not this Sunday, not today, Saturday. Oh, shit. Next week, Sunday at Edition, Speakeasy is going down. Work. Uh, you know how we do at Speakeasy. You know and, how we do. Oh, Absolutely. shout out to Shory Bradshaw also. Palladium Live every other Tuesday at Rep. Shout, shout out to, out to Shory, Shory Straight up, straight up. That's it. Yo, um, go go to our calendar, man. Do, you, do your Googles. Find out about our calendar. Check it out. We have mad shows listed. Almost every single dope show that's going on. Pay attention to that. Watch the Mega Late Show. Do your Googles. All of the facts are here. I am Mega. I'm That's here with it. I am Steve. I'm here it. with I am Late. I'm here with I am Jesse. I'm here with I am Tarantula. The whole shit is going down. Uh-huh. This is a wonderful house party. Do your Googles, man. Mega Late Show. <laughs> kind of episode. We're doing it back. Power. We're going to get out of here, man. Hey, why does house party look like uh, your family reunion? Hey. <laughs> Your cousin's like party of the year, baby. Just like lighter. Miho! You've been yeah. drinking too much Kahlua milkies. Oh my god. 